What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Wilson with Any Hour Services, and we're proud to help bring you this podcast. If you ever need a resource for information about your home's electrical, plumbing, heating, or air conditioning system, you can find Any Hour Services on Facebook, YouTube, or online at anyhourservices.com. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Welcome to Ideation Collective. I'm Jess Larson with my co-host, Josh Soloway, for our mini-series Funding Lab. Today on the show, I've got Jack Donenfeld. There's a little difference, though, between what Boomtown has been doing and what other accelerators do. I've said other ac- most accelerators consider themselves to be mentor-driven. Boomtown feels like it's mentee-driven. This is another episode of our Innovation and Leadership series where we interview pro athletes, world-class musicians, CEOs, Hollywood filmmakers, and a wide variety of other high achievers. Before we get rolling, we want to invite you to get involved in the charity our founders helped start called Child Rescue. We work to combat child sex trafficking in the U.S. and globally. The top project you could help with now is in Cusco, Peru. There are 20 girls that the local government rescued but didn't have anywhere to keep them safe, so they put them in jail. The government has said that they're willing to give custody of these kids to the aftercare facility we're helping to expand now once we raise enough money and build an extra building there. To learn more, please click on the Child Rescue tab on our website, which is iCollective.co. So with that out of the way, let's get to the interview. Josh, why don't you talk to us about connecting with Jack and... Jack, thanks for making time to be on the show. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry there, Jack. Um, well, welcome to the show, Jack, and thanks again for the uh, for the time. Um, Jack is a, uh, a seasoned uh, securities attorney and uh, general corporate attorney uh, and entrepreneur and general counsel at uh, Boomtown, which is a very interesting accelerator. We'll get into what an accelerator is and uh, try to demystify that a bit. Um, But uh, Jack, um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about Boomtown for starters and tell us about accelerators maybe first. Uh, What is it and how is Boomtown different? Sure. Um, uh, Where should we start? With with Boomtown uh, or maybe more in general about accelerators? Uh, either way, I mean, maybe, maybe as context for people who may not be familiar with the term, we'll start with, uh, accelerators. Sure. Um, in a nutshell, and a, a, uh, startup accelerator is a fixed term, uh, sort of cohort based program in Boomtown's case, it's 13 weeks, where we invite founders, uh, of startups to come to Boulder, Colorado to participate in a educational program, uh, during which time they are, they have access to a a world-class group of mentors, um, presentations from people that have information and strategies for them to take their businesses to the next steps. In addition to that, as part of the accelerator, each of the companies is provided with $20,000 for living expenses. In return, the, the uh, companies uh, give to Boomtown 6% of their common stock. 
at the end of the 13-week period, the companies uh, make presentations to a group of uh, investors, including you know, seed and angel uh, individual investors, as well as venture capital funds. And we've had as many as 350 um, qualified investors listen to the pitches. The, the uh, teams also uh, do their presentations for a community event where we've had um, an, an equal number of people and sometimes even more. Um, in Boomtown's case, we like to think of ourselves as a, um, as a uh, what we call a third wave accelerator. Um, the whole accelerator movement started several years ago with basic programs, small investment. Uh, by individual programs. The second wave took those models and put them in, in um, different geographies and industries. Uh, in, the, in the third wave that we, we think Boomtown is a part of, uh, our job is um, to continuously change the program and not use the same model that, that all the other accelerators have been using. We change it up every time based upon what we learn. And it's made a tremendous uh, difference, I think, in, in what we're doing compared with the other accelerators. We also like, in thinking of ourselves as being very focused on the entrepreneur, um, many accelerators have been uh, founded as a sort of deal flow mechanism for investment funds that want to invest in startups. So we've been a little bit different than that. That's great. You know, um, the third wave accelerator concept's really interesting there um, in terms of the education and its continuous improvement uh, based on, on the experience. What does that look like in practice and how does it benefit each, um, you guys call them cohorts, maybe you want to define that too, but how does it benefit each entrepreneur and cohort? That's a good question. We, when, when I first, first of all, with regard to the use of the term cohort, we call it cohorts because in, at least in Boomtown's case, we have 10 or 11 companies in, the, in each program. Boomtown does three programs a year. And the companies that are, each company we call a cohort because they are really there to not only learn for themselves, but also to help the other teams. Uh, in, in Boomtown's case, we've actually opened it up beyond the original focus of media and internet of things and ad tech. Now we have expanded the program to include health tech. And we've infused into the group of, of 11 cohorts, at least four or five health tech companies. Those companies are not just focused on, although they're focused on health tech, they're benefiting from the, you know, the, uh, the um, collisions that occur and the being in the program with all the others. Um, as far as the learning that takes place, uh, in this uh, current uh, program, we have uh, um, started a much more intensive um, financing uh, program 
uh, which we didn't have in the past. And we've moved the discussions about how to deal with investors up to an earlier point in the program. We would never have known that if we hadn't been through you know, several groups where, um, where we found the need. Uh, and, and it's been tremendously successful. In fact, um, uh, many of the companies in this current group have already raised money before the investor presentation at the end, which we call the demo day. That's interesting. And is that, do they have interactions with investors along the way through maybe more people who are presenting or just at events or how does that come to, come to pass? Uh, the, the teams have uh, interaction with investors because we have now a, a, a group of investors who are looking for our companies. It's been very gratifying to Boomtown because we actually have people calling saying they want to talk to the Boomtown companies. Part of it is based on the track record from uh, over the last two years. Um, our track record has been pretty good. About 85% of the companies are still in business. Um, the, the valuations have gone uh, really kind of through the roof. And I don't really want to tell you what they are, but I can I will say that based on what we've been able to find out, the companies have a higher overall average valuation than uh, any any of the uh, average valuations of the companies and other and other accelerators. So, uh, it, it, to the extent that that's some measure of success, we've been we've done very, a good job, and that's why the investors have been approaching us. In addition to that, the mentors know investors, and some of the mentors themselves are investors. So there's been a tremendous interest by those folks in uh, you know getting involved early. And what does that look like, um, the mentor role in, in, in Boomtown versus other accelerators? That's, that's a good question. A lot of accelerators consider themselves to be mentor-driven and rely tremendously on their group of mentors. Mentors are people that volunteer, people who are either serial entrepreneurs and feel like they know something about startups. They could be... Um, uh, investor on the investor side, they could have skills in in law or um, uh, all the different areas, design, um, you know, technical web development, and so on. They're people that really just want to give. And there's a lot of them out there. We and we've kind of, we vet them carefully, as do other accelerators. There's a little difference, though, between what Boomtown has been doing and what other accelerators do. I've said other, most accelerators consider themselves to be mentor-driven. Boomtown feels like it's mentee-driven. We don't rely totally on the mentors. In fact, sometimes mentors give conflicting advice. Um, so we make sure the, you know, the companies understand that uh, they have to really do what they think is best and sometimes we encourage, um, the, you know, a meeting with, with, uh, with, um, you know, different types of mentors, even in the same area, so that the uh, the companies can get the conflicting advice. It 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 all serves to inform the decision making, so it works. It works pretty well. So um, speaking of these mentors, you know, I'm I'm looking on the BoomtownAccelerator.com website and. I'm seeing some pretty impressive names like John Zimmer, co-founder of Lyft. Mm -hmm. um, 
how how do you what advice do you have about recruiting people of this quality to to a program? Most of the mentors have actually um, reached out to us and have asked us at Boomtown uh, to be a part of the uh, the mentor group. Uh, so, we haven't done a lot of recruiting. So we have I shouldn't say we have done some recruiting where we felt that we needed people in particular areas. Um, but they we've had we've had people interested in, in us. Part of it also has to do with the contacts that our management team has. We have a, a really passionate um, and involved um, you know group of, of uh, entrepreneurs themselves in management. My uh, co-founders are, have you know had a lot of experience in the past themselves, both in investing and in starting companies and working for other companies. And um, so we all bring you know some relationships to the table. What What are some of like the curriculum like? So for everybody who's listening who who doesn't have the luxury of getting into a great accelerator like this, what are some of the learnings that you find have the most impact on entrepreneurs? Some of the lessons that have the most impact. Uh, that's a big question. The most of the companies who come into Boomtown, including some of the companies that have revenues, we've had companies that had a million dollars of revenues come through Boomtown, as well as companies that just had a concept and didn't even have a corporation when they were accepted. So we have a broad range. Most of the companies, however, that come in, whatever their whatever their at whatever point they are immediately learn about um, about how to provide the what the, what their customer is about. We take a lot of time at the beginning pulling the company apart and bringing it back down to its basics to really figure out what what it is they're trying to deliver to the customer and what the customer wants. So there's a lot of um, customer and client interviews that go on at the beginning and we've seen some real um, shifts in in business models based on that. So that's a, that's a big part of it. And do you guys um, use any things like the business model canvas or like product mat, um, product market fit stuff from crossing the chasm or or any of those external kind of frameworks or is it more internally generated frameworks? We you use guys all. Do this? Yeah, that's a good question. We use all of those things, but you know, I hesitate to single out, single them out because. What we've done with them is 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 taken the, from them the, what we consider the best, you know, mm-hmm. and the brightest ideas. Mm-hmm. The business model canvas is something that everyone uses. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ubiquitous. But I don't think it it I, I don't think that that it's enough. And so we've gone beyond that uh, to include all kinds of other tools, some of which we've developed ourselves from the experience we've had over the last couple of years and from the feedback we've gotten from the companies. You know, that's really great. What I like that I'm hearing, you know, and you've talked about this before, Jack, but what's really interesting here, it seems like a unique value add that Boomtown offers is the iterative process, even within your own approach, which is interesting, which clearly means that I would imagine that you're constantly on the lookout for new uh, tools, approaches, et cetera. So that's a, that's, that's a real value add in and of itself. Um, 
How does that compare to other accelerators? I know you've said that they sort of develop a program and they're static, but away from even this approach, um, how else is Boomtown kind of different from other accelerators? And who are some other accelerators that you, you really respect? Well, we, I'll start with the, the last part of that. We respect Techstars, which is here in Boulder. Uh, Techstars um, and, um, has been a real industry leader. They have a huge volume of startups coming through their programs all over the country. Uh, interestingly, Boomtown is um, just about where they are in terms of graduates in Boulder itself. Um, but it's also a good example of, a, of an accelerator that uh, because of its uh, geographic dispersion, uh, they have systems in place and they, they stay true to those systems. I think a lot of the, the, the Techstar success in other cities is very dependent on who's running the accelerator in that particular city. Uh, Boomtown is focused on Boulder. And although we've had, we have, a, you know, we have people coming from all over the world of Boulder, we've kept the uh, core of the program here. Now we are going beyond Boulder and, as uh, by uh, partnering with, with some larger companies and helping them um, create accelerators within their industries. Um, but the focus we've, we've, we've had has been on bringing people to Boulder. And part of the reason is so that we can, we can iterate on the program. What does that look like, the, the work you're doing with other companies? Are you saying is that uh, within companies' own sort of structures? In other words, is it uh, Coca-Cola comes to you, they want to be doing some, bring some more innovative um, elements into their business, and so they create a certain, you're working with, let's say, something akin to a corporate VC, or is it a group of companies in a similar in an industry or an association, How, what does that look like? Well, it's all it's all of those things. I'll give you an example. We started the a health tech accelerator by hiring a, a very experienced um, digital health health tech um, uh, 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 entrepreneur and someone with wide industry experience. So we brought someone into into Boomtown who had a lot of experience in health tech. And then instead of just trying to um, teach the health tech companies from what we knew, we partnered with Colorado Permanente Medical Group, 1,100 doctors uh, in Colorado that serve uh, Kaiser Permanente Insurance Company. You know, you have the health insurance company and they have their group of doctors. These are the 1,100 doctors. I think they're actually a little more than that now who serve the, the, uh, the patients that have this health insurance. And the reason we did that is because we wanted to have a proving ground for the technologies of our cohorts. And we wanted to have the, the mentors and the backup that, that are available from among this very large group of doctors. So we didn't, you know, we don't purport to know it all, but we've, and so we reached out. Um, the, 
uh, and and Colorado and Colorado Permanente Medical Group has been just enormously helpful to these startups. They've gotten a, a really accelerated um, uh, push uh, into uh, you know in, in, into their businesses because of the opportunity to uh, receive input and um, testing of their ideas with all, with the doc doctors. So that's been great. A little different spin has been um, a, a very large um, company that came to us wanting to do an accelerator, trying to figure out how to turn their brand a bit toward technology. Uh, I'm hesitant to tell you who it is because we haven't really publicly announced it, but they were building a very large uh, new building in Atlanta. And they wanted to devote about 16,000 square foot feet of the building, a whole floor, to doing an accelerator. They interviewed accelerators all over the country, and they chose Boomtown to build it on a turnkey basis. So for the balance of uh, 2016, this year, we are studying the, the startup scene in Atlanta and the South and working on designs and uh, developing a mentor network and learning about the startup community in the area so that we can build this accelerator. So we've ended up as a company with a multi-year uh, consulting contract in essence to build this accelerator. So it's a little bit different spin on the business, but we're gonna take the learnings and that we've, we've gathered from our experience in Boulder and. Uh, you know, to Atlanta to do it. Well, that's that's really interesting. You know, I think we're going to cut it off there for part one of the interview. Um, but everybody, please tune in tomorrow. We're going to be talking to Jack more about um, this world for entrepreneurs and talking about the likelihood of fundraising and what increases getting investment and and what's going on in Colorado in general. Now's the time to find your color, your paint, and everything to get started during red, white, and blue savings at the Home Depot. Transforming your room is easier than ever. With the best deals online and in-store, you can confidently select your color and the tools for your next paint project. Get a colorful new experience and the right paint for the right price. Save $10 on one gallon and $40 off three and five gallons for a limited time only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 25 gallons per household. See store for details.